Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. We are going through part deuce of issue 27 with the cover of Mega Man in Dr. Wily's Revenge on it. Again, Playing With Power podcast is an issue-by-issue retrospective podcast about Nintendo Power magazine and its effects on our lives. Uh, please do us a favor, if it's your returning guest or a newcomer, please check out our iTunes listing and give us a rating and review if you'd be so kind. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Howdy. Who is back from uh, Catching Pokemon, apparently. Yeah, mid-podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Way right. to drop it was a po- Charmeleon. It wasn't just any Pokemon. Way to drop the ball, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're picking up in the middle here. Um, po- Pokemon the, are the new terms that he's using for his STDs. Yeah. Um, we're picking up the middle here at the special feature of Game Boy. Mm. And so they're, they're showing us what uh, we're going to be playing here. Uh, Mega Man, which I guess is Dr. Wily's Revenge. The Final same, Fantasy Legend 2 and same Days of Thunder. Same awful artwork. From Luke Three, where he's got that weird, goofy look on his face. <laughs> what oh in, in the Game Boy uh, image? Yeah, yeah. Look at the Game Boy. Well, not the Game Boy art, but the artwork for the magazine. Oh, the I got gotcha. If you turn the page, you mean? Okay. Oh yes, if you actually look at the game we're discussing. Yes. Turn the page. So, Doctor Wily's Revenge. It's uh, actually a uh, watered-down version of Mega Man One, is what it looks like to me. Is that the case here? Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. So, if you wanted to play just four of the bosses from Mega Man One, uh, and not all six of them, um, here you go. You can play on the go. And it looks like a relatively faithful reprodu- reproduction. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty decent. I had friends that had this. I didn't. I didn't play it myself, though. Did you guys play this one? Nope. <laughs> what games I, did you guys have for Game Boy? I, I, I got. To, I got to play the Tiger Electronic Mega Man. That sounds awful. I played Tetris. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> Tetris was the only game you had. I. I don't even think I had a Game Boy. Really? Dude, I had a Game Boy. Mario Land, Mario Land 2 with Wario in it. Yeah. Super I, Mario I, Land 2, I, Six I, Golden I, Coins. I understand what a Game Boy is. I don't think I ever had a Game Boy. Hmm. That's sad. I'm sorry I, for you. I, I mean, I I know I played Pokemon Red and Blue at some point, so... You I might was, have had a Game Boy Color? Yeah. Or Game Boy Advance? Maybe? I had a Game Boy Color. I think I went back and played some of the older games on that. Hmm. John's version of a Game Boy was that classmate that he had tied up in his basement. <laughs> Jesus Lovely. Okay, so they're going over the stages here and the different bosses they've got. So the four bosses that they have are Cut Man, Ice Man, Elect Man, which just means Electric Man, and Fire Man. Cut Man. Cut me, Rock! Cut me! Yeah, just like super emo dude, like... Yeah, he's got blades. Long, yeah. long black hair. He's got cure posters on his wall. I wish my lawn was emo so it would cut itself. So it takes you through every level and talks about Where Dr. Riley's lab. Stars now in the dog show. Yeah, Cutman sounds like he's like about to get a brick of you know cocaine and he has to get it out <laughs> into the. Into the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, like, look, Dr. there's, no. there's, there's like all the different drug dealers. This is just like, all right, so there's Cutman who cuts the drugs, Iceman <laughs> who makes the meth, Elect, you know, Fireman, uh, I don't know what. Cooks the heroin. Yeah, and then Electman is the uh, politician you elect to keep the drug laws <laughs> lenient in your, in your, in your city. All right. Nice. <laughs> Dr. Trump, Wiley. everyone. Dr. Right. Wiley, Dr. No, Wiley, no. Combi- Dr. Wiley combines Cutman with Tableman to deal out the coke. <laughs> no, Electman is the high you get from sticking a fork in an electric socket. Yeah, that's a fun game. <laughs> Try it at home, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we your apple. <laughs> we, need le- we need less Trump voters. The so Playing with ahead, Power podcast told me to stick a fork in the wall socket. All right. Have you ever um actually like have you ever done wiring or anything like that on your house and got yourself? Uh, oh. Not myself, but I had a uh, 
thank God it was a, a insulated uh, screwdriver. Yeah. But uh, it must have touched like the metal part of the uh. screwdriver incorrectly, and it went whoosh, and there's a big spark and smoke. Oh. And I looked down at the screwdriver, and there's like a nice gap in the metal of the screwdriver. <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm glad that oh. wasn't uh, my hand or when I was when I was <laughs> in col- when I was in college. Um, my roommate's parents like owned the house, and the deal was we had to like make improvements uh, while we were living there for like a reduced rent or something like that. And, um, so I was rewiring, um, like the outlets in my room Mm -hmm. and I didn't really, it was getting kind of late in the day, so I didn't really want to turn off the lights and the power. (laughs) So yeah, I got myself a few times. It hurts. Like it hurts in your, in your chest. Like, I mean, it's pretty serious. I would not recommend, (laughs) but Uh, my parents got me a Commodore 64 and one of the first things I did when, when plugging it in was not taking my fingers off the prongs <laughs> and putting it into the wall. And uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure my dad could see my skeleton. <laughs> you know, that's one of those things like, well, that'll learn him. Like, you know. Is he alive? Yeah, okay. He's well, he learned. <laughs> yeah. If he's alive, he learned. And if he didn't, well, then that's the story you tell to the next one. Speaking of stories... How about a legend of a story? Final oh. Fantasy Legend 2. <laughs> Look oh. at that transition, people. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a quality transition. <laughs> Bring in the power. And, there you and go. That's the, and that's the last quality you're going to get for as long as we're talking about this game. Why do you, you have so much <laughs> hatred for the Legend series? Oh, uh, if you want to find out more about this, uh, check out our good buddies who have both been on this show from the Is It Worth It podcast. Uh, our buddies James Milholland and Blaine J, because they talk about Final Fantasy Legend Two. Isn't that, what about the RPG podcast? That's this, that's this game we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's terrible. They'll get into more detail about it, and uh, yeah, it's got uh, it's got some stuff. Looks like creepy artwork. The sword on page fifty-eight. Yeah. It's got, like a face on it. Yeah, and he's got like a ponytail on the hilt. What? No, I think it's like here. a ribbon. Oh, I see the the sword that's alive. Yeah, yeah. The laughing sword. Yeah, and it's then weird. On, on the next page, we see a demon taking a shit. So, Final Fantasy Legend Two is somewhat of a Final Fantasy game. It's the same. <laughs> it has Final Fantasy in the name, so it's, yes. the, it's the final. It's the final fantasy game you will play if this is your uh, only impression on RPGs. It looks like a very generic uh, version of like a Dragon Warrior game or a Final Fantasy game on a Game Boy. The sad thing is, it, sad thing is, it looks good. It's <laughs> well, it's super compressed on the screen. There's only so much space for text, so there's just a lot of like space taken up by text menus, like half the screen. Like, secret door, and the top half is, like, visual, mm-hmm. you know? So there's not a ton of visuals going on. When there is, it looks decent. Oh, yeah. Like, there's one level that's really cool where you're essentially going through a massive body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that, that's five. crazy. Yeah, that's a, that's a big map. But I can imagine with all these dead ends, like, the, for the fingers. Or, like, the that, wang. Uh, you, you get pissed off if they have, like, high enemy encounters. Like, that's when this maze loses a lot of its charm. Oh, going back to uh, World 2, just to uh, tie it back to Dragon Warrior, apparently you have to make your way to the Shrine of Isis. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, coincidence? I think not. Just look for the word steel beams in here, I, too. Isis has, it really <laughs> does show up quite a bit in, like, old games and stuff. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, none of us want to play this game. Does anybody no, really no. want to talk that much about it? Yeah, it's like how the swastikas appeared everywhere until all of a sudden just one group came along and ruined it for everybody. There was well, a, there was a it, Canadian hockey team speaking called the of which, Swastikas. It, it World 6, silly. level 2, swastika? Hmm, coincidence? <laughs> it does kind of look like a, a swastika. Mm, it does. Mm. Yeah, the Indians still use it, though, for, like, it's like a... Um, it's a symbol of fortune. Yeah. Mm. And it is, just like the boxcar it's mustache. Bad was fortune. Great for, <laughs> bad fortune for one group of people. All right. Yeah, um, the boxcar mustache was great for uh, Oliver Hardy, J. 
Jay Jonah Jameson, but I thought it was no. a toothbrush mustache. It's boxcar. Yeah, I've never heard that before. It's like the boxcar of a train. Everyone just calls it the Hitler stash, though. Yes, yeah, so that's his new name. It did, it did have a name before. It ruined it for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's like Lou Gehrig's disease. Why would you call your kid Lou Gehrig? <laughs> <laughs> Just destiny. Des- <laughs> destiny is going to get it. Yeah, mm. stupid. Why would, like, there's a disease called that. Why would you call your kid that? Right. Anyway. It's dumb. Yeah. All right. Okay. Day- Speaking of dumb, Days of Thunder. Oh, this is one of my favorite uh, Hans Zimmer soundtracks. Actually, not the Game Boy. The the, the film. I used a portion of the soundtrack at my wedding. <laughs> oh, did. we were so drunk. Oh this my is, God, I was so drunk that night. This is before we got drunk. <laughs> uh, I remember yeah. I was like the beer squirrel. I just kept coming up with beers on the, on the, on the bus. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. fun, Ryan. Yeah. All right, Jake anyway. was all, I have to pee. <laughs> I just remember, like, everyone was, like, way trashed ahead of me. Everyone was way trashed ahead of me because I had to, you know, have a picture taken and all that kind of stuff and sign papers. Oh, yeah, we were drinking that whole time. And, like, so I'm up there and, like, I had a beer and it went somewhere. And, like, (laughs) one of our friends comes up to me. He's like, this is Eric. And he's just like, hey, do you need anything? I'm like, can you just get me a rum and coke? Like, something strong. I need to catch up. So he comes back and he brings me this tall glass and there's just like, like a splash rum. of like coke on the top of it. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I need to remember my wedding? <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to catch up. <laughs> oh, we I did. So I did catch drunk, up. So it was drunk. fun. All right. All right, so it's a NASCAR game. It actually looks terrible. Shocking. Um, Dude, there's a whole pit crew element to it yep oh there's a first person driving mode yeah that looks what i want to know okay so they have there's five tracks Mm -hmm. and so it's like daytona is the ultimate challenge two and a half mile dog leg oval hold on you hear that you hear that daytona (laughs) let's go away let's go away so then there's Phoenix, Atlanta, Michigan, and Miami, and it says Miami 1.39 miles. It's the shortest track of the five, but it says Phoenix is a mile. Like what the fuck? Like do they have some random math where 0.39 miles is shorter than 0. 0.0? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I don't okay. think they know math or distance. Whoever's well, writing this. In their defense, I don't think NASCAR people know math either, so, you know. Unless they're counting, like, parts of the track that go vertical. <laughs> Can I also so it's, ask, it's got, like, um, it's got vertical models. What the fuck is a dog leg oval? Because oh, that's no. how they describe Miami. It's, well, it's, well, it's a move where... It's an oval with an extra turn. So instead of, like, see how there's a traditional oval... All I'll say just, is Miami is where you want the dog to lift their leg. Right on Miami. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dexter. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so they probably would have been better off if they just made it like a top-down right, like racer, like um, that off-road game we like. Yeah. But instead, they try to make it for like racing games are never good when you're looking out through the windshield. Like you need to be in a perspective at least. So I'm gonna guess this is probably god awful. So, but yeah. Anyway, looks looks awful. Uh, the movie is really bad. So yeah. Which one of these it. tracks takes you to the Sea Org? <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's let's say Miami because it's gonna get cut off and float out to sea. There you go. All right. You, you know what? You know what really been what would redeem this game if San Francisco was called the Rainbow Road. <laughs> that hey man, that's my game. favorite track of Super Mario Kart. San yeah, Francisco? Uh, that's what I said, I would have saved it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm. All okay. right, let's see. So game, game Boy, Boy Classified. Classified. Nothing. Suck, suck, and more suck. Games uh, I've never heard of. And it talks about what's now playing. Apparently, there is a Game Boy version of the 
Bill and Ted's <laughs> excellent Game Boy Adventure from LJN. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did they score a higher rating than the Nintendo game? Uh, this scored higher than Days of Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Crystal Quest, 2.7. Hey, that's what 2. I. 6. That sounds like me, you know, when I'm mm. running low on meth. Crystal Quest got lower than an LJN game. The Lord. Mm-hmm. And then there's a game there's a called, game called Mr. Do. <laughs> Mr. Doe to you, sir. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, by Ocean. And it's uh, considerably better than some of these other games. They also, LJN also has a Punisher game out for the Game Boy. If you're looking to suck ass as the Punisher, there you go. <laughs> Coming right. soon, they have a uh, Castlevania 2 game coming out, Belmont's Revenge, which looks pretty sweet. Actually, does look kind of good. They have a new Ninja Turtle sequel, Fall of the Foot Clan, coming out. And that's been out they for have, a while. Wait, no, that's... Yeah, we talked about that. It's a oh, sequel, sequel, it's two, sequel sorry. to Fall of the Foot Clan. My bad. I was going to say that sounded weird. Then they have a Battletoads game coming out for Game Boy, and they and have a Game Boy game of the Game Boy version of the Tecmo Bowl. Which it uses the same passwords as the original Tech Mobile. Looks like a blurry mess from the screenshot. That's kind of odd. All right, uh, top three. It's one, Super Mario Land. Two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan. And three, Final Fantasy Legend. Going after Mike's heart. All right. Uh, and then we have a contest. Oh, yeah. Ultimate Design Your Own Game Boy Contest. Did you ever wish that your Game Boy wasn't the same Game Boy that everyone else has? Maybe you thought it would look rad and red or fantastic with fins. If you think you have a classic conver- conversion idea for a Game Boy, then this is the contest for you. I think we should design our own and like submit our, our designs and see who has the best design. But that would involve effort. I was going to say, if you do it... Well, you know, I'm just going to take a Game Boy and cram it in a dildo. You know that's what's going to happen, so... It's... <laughs> cram it in a dildo? Yeah, like, I get a big old, like, monster dong dildo and, like, shove the Game Boy inside of it. How would you even play it, though? You just cut, like, a, like an access hole. Well, no, so that'd be interesting. Contractions, and then you play it by ear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, so they have uh, <laughs> prizes here. Uh, they have three runners up. Let's see here. You can receive one of the custom Game Boy systems pictured on the page. We'll which one would you want? Second. One of them says GB Power on it, which is oddly disconcerting. And three grand pies. Three talented designers will have their classic concepts chosen by our panel of power judges. Each winning entry will be converted into a custom Game Boy system for the winner. And each winning system and designer will be featured in Nintendo Power. That's actually not bad. Yeah, like so, sweet. your design gets made and sent back to you. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it's pretty sweet. But they have some some examples that they show of uh, new uh, of different Game Boy designs. Almost like a Lego, like snap on thing, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But it gets better with this one that looks more like a sneaker design. <laughs> and then yes. you finally get one that looks like a uh, like something RoboCop would be playing. Yeah, and that oh, one has one. the Nintendo Power logo slapped on it, so obviously I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I told you guys, I actually have a Nintendo Power t-shirt. You got one of the t-shirts? Well, not yeah, I, not from back in the day. I bought this like a couple years ago when I visited New York City and went to the Nintendo World store. Yeah. I yeah, forgot the, about it, it's in my closet. These designs <laughs> are pretty awesome. Like, All I gotta say is that it ain't a game to these boys. Hi-oh. <laughs> Moving right along, we have the Super NES preview. The next generation is coming. So am I. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when did you have asparagus? <laughs> okay, so let's talk, let's talk about uh, Super Mario World. Uh, and they just so they're games. listing out the different series, and this is after Super Mario Brothers one, two, three, and they're kind of talking about uh, yeah. Why do they we like who with Nintendo Power doesn't know about Super Mario games at this point? Whatever, okay. Because they're just 
advertise them again. Hey, if uh, you haven't played these, go out and buy them. Well, we're right. also just so showing us how things have developed. Super NES makes all this possible. So what do we have, uh, Ben? Daring, new, and varied destinations. You'll find crazy characters, secret sites, and more maps. More characters than you can count, or you definitely can count that many. I don't understand, <laughs> but all right. And then uh, super sensitive control. It sounds like it's like the controller's ribbed for her pleasure or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it brings ice cream whenever she's sad. <laughs> Save the day. Yep, there's battery backup. Thank God. You yeah. have to remember those passwords anymore. I think this comes by default in every uh, game that, that has a save feature. So does that mean like if you go find a really old Super Nintendo game, like if the battery is worn out, like it won't save? Yep. Oh, okay. It'll yeah, probably just, just flip it on you. That's why you emulate people. All right, uh, new moves yeah. <laughs> for all new stages. Collecting physical games is for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for that Man. cease and desist. Come on, Nintendo, bring it. All right. I think if Blaine and Randy were listening to the show, I think we just alienated them. Yeah, right I was going to say, man, if you're one of those guys that goes out and buys expensive game cartridges on eBay, you're a sucker. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just sit around all day asking if it was worth the cost. No, no. That whole podcast actually is a good... I, I'm kind of upset that I hadn't thought of that concept because that's a pretty damn good concept. Except for the whole, like, spending money part. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just spent I just spent sixty five bucks making a retro pie, so you know what do I? Yes, make? but that gives you every yes, game. <laughs> now you have every game at that's, your disposal. That's a one time payment. <laughs> and then you can like connect it to anybody's TV instead of having to cart around a freaking duffel bag full of rusty cartridges. That is like, well, I gotta get some alcohol swabs and make sure you don't blow into them. And so now my duffel bag that. can just be filled with Roundup hookers like normal. Yeah, and like the skulls of mm. children or whatever. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. I gotta use something as an ashtray. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you gotta use something while you're getting your box cleaned. <laughs> Holy Christ, that's dark! Guys, <laughs> took it to a whole nother. Oh, I was—you mean the cum box? I was thinking of someone licking my butthole for some reason. <laughs> That would be your fart box. Oh, okay. Check out my By the way, it's a great pickup line. Hey, baby. What, you tongue touch my fart box? Yeah, there you go. Hey, baby. Hey, baby, can you sit in a tree for two hours? Well, my tongue can be in a bush for even longer. <laughs> Have you ever seen that porn blooper where the chick's eating, like, licking the dude's butt and he farts on her? <laughs> What? It's one of the greatest porn bloopers of all time. I'll find it. I'll send it to you guys. Later. Oh, no. The porn blooper that, that stuck out of mine was when a girl was deep throating a guy, and she she found out that the gag reflex is there for a reason. Oh. Oh, well, those are great videos. Those are those are always good. All right. Anyway. Uh, my, my favorite was when she was ready to take a load. Oh, and, Jesus. Like, what did we hit? We hit <laughs> some terrible thing. Mike, Mike is just Holy pushing Christ. tabs on his browser and, right now. Oh, my okay. God. And and it shot so hard it went up her nose. Yeah, the angry dragon. <laughs> the angry dragon. There's a name for that. Yeah. Ah, lovely. Yeah. Okay, back to uh, Super Mario World. World six nine. Fart on girl licking ass. This is what I'm typing into Google right now. Oh, All right. that's nice. All right. So back to Super Mario uh, World. It, it went so far up her nose that she coughed it up. <laughs> all right. No, this internet search is going to die. Okay, all right. So we get to see awesome mini games, uh, like running around collecting coins, hitting This is what you get for tuning in to the second half, folks. <laughs> We've yeah, had a couple I, more beers. This was a little bit later. So, now, you're, now you're listening to the Playing With Yourself podcast. We're talking about all the stuff that is... I mean, do we really want to get too much into Super Mario World? Because obviously this isn't like the official... You know, It's just talking about the effects no. you can do. Yeah, so have like We talk about like the limitations of the Nintendo like when they're surpassed, what you can do, like seeing all the multiple moves 
right. and 3D. And they're like transparent. Yeah, Mario mm. sustained flight. The fact that they can have like so many characters on the screen without flickering. And the, the revolving frames. The revolving panel stuff. Yep, the fence, the fog and the shading for the ghost house. You can uh, ride Yoshi. And you, can sa- and you can sacrifice. Oh, they're actually calling it Yoshi now. Job. So they've named, they've, 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 they've uh, unveiled Yoshi. Look at that. They're actually, I think this is the official unveiling of the name Yoshi. Mm-hmm. In so there we go. We have that. Yeah, um, I, by the way, I love this. Is pro- probably my favorite platformer of all time. I just because wow. I played it. So oh yeah, much. it's a it's a five out of five for me. Like, I mean, but obviously we'll get into that more when it's actually reviewed. But the best oh is when God, you are when you're trying to make a jump. And at the last second, you can jump off Yoshi to yeah. get that extra inch and land on. Mm-hmm. And have you seen you that? Be like that, so long. Yeah, have you, you seen that? Him. Have you seen that Dorkly video where like they cut to Yoshi's Island, where like you know Yoshi's saving Bar- baby Mario, <laughs> and so he's like, "Ah, oh, crap! I gotta save baby Mario!" <laughs> like saves him. It's like cut to twenty years later, and <laughs> Yoshi's like, "Yo, Mario, I don't think we're gonna make that jump." Yeah, Mario. Like, no, that's that's too far. I don't think you're gonna make it. Like, any because there's like, there's one jump in Super Mario World that you have to abandon Yoshi to make it. And so he's like in the air. He's like, "You motherfucker!" Like, is he like falls? <laughs> there was just one. You know those inspirational posters? There was one that showed that exact scene drawn out where Yoshi's plummeting to his death, and it just says, "Betrayal, you treacherous swine." <laughs> All right, so that's probably enough for Super Mario because we'll get obviously much more yeah. into that when they they have the actual coverage. Of- and next is a game that I really got to play again if I ever it played it. It looks awesome. It looks fantastic. Really awesome. Gradius Three. Oh, beautiful. I never played enough space shooters when I was a kid. I think I think it kind of just got all washed over. Here's the thing: you got to memorize all these sequences and how they will destroy your ship or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess it looks cool in like image form. It does, but like playing it, it's like, oh, I'm playing it and I'm dead. So the only way to not die is to remember where that happened the previous time, and then fantastic graphics here. You get to see the bubble world. You get to find an ant lion in the first one. You get to fight an amoeba in the second one. Do you remember, like, speaking of space shooters on Super Nintendo, there was that Phalanx game that had, like, the creepy old guy with a banjo on the front, like, every time what? it was in Blockbuster. Like, it was a space shooter, but, like, the There box... was a creepy old guy at your Blockbuster? No, okay. The cover of <laughs> He's the... He's the creepy old the guy The cover of the game... No, I don't remember this at all. I remember, like, it was one of those things, I had no idea what the game was, but, like, I was so freaked out by, like, because it was, like, old dude with a banjo. I thought it was, like, an anal raping game or something. I don't know. But apparently... We're like a pig, boy! Apparently, it's just, like, a random space shooter, but... (laughs) (laughs) Go look at the box art for Phalanx. It's amazing. I'm sure. There's some weird advertising back in the 90s. Yeah, the old guy with the banjo. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway... So going over the different stages here, uh, and this is just a preview. So they're showing you the different bosses, um, all that good stuff. And there's some amazing stereo effects going on. <laughs> so there you go. I'm sure they'll give it a full review, so I'm not going to too yeah, much Yeah, let's not, yeah, we need to be a little careful here, because obviously we're going to get into these games as they Yeah, go. I just read up on Wikipedia the reason they chose that box art. <laughs> it, it was deliberately... In order to attract the customer with something original, considering there were so many space shooters that looked identical. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. Well, it kind of worked, I guess, in that I maybe never want to rent it from Blockbuster. Original, so but not attract. <laughs> so we get to see uh, see the neat bosses like the Moe Easter Island statues, a fire snake, and apparently a uh, cockworm or whatever this thing is. <laughs> cockworm. That looks uh, like someone's brown eye. If you look at it sideways, it's someone bending over. Yeah, it's like a fire a turtle vagina. head. Yeah, it's, it's a turtle, turtle head. Bone. Yeah. All right. Someone sat on a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Act Razor in the next uh, slide here, and it looks just like uh, this is an arcade game, right? It's an arcade slash RPG slash yeah. SimCity thing. Okay. I know, like my friend who had a Super Nintendo when like I got mine had this game and he loved it and I like never understood it. 
But it looks awesome, and the map looks a lot like Game of Thrones. These graphics are beautiful. Yeah, I need I need to play this game. But yeah, look at that map on page eighty. That tell me that's not Westeros. You got you got the Iceland in the north. I mean, come on, that's Westeros. All right, I'm done. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, we need to play this game. All right, let's move on to the players' poll contest. It's uh, now this one. I think I actually we we should have followed up on this one. If someone could Google this real quick, I think the guy that won this posted on Reddit. So if you could look that up while I'm reading about the other prizes. Anyways, so the player poll contest third prize. It looks like actually my nine-year-old self sent in this one, so I don't have my responses. <laughs> so I attempted to win this. Apparently, I thought it was worth it. Third prize, you can win the all-new Nintendo Power jerseys. A new design to kick off our fourth year. So they got rid of the old uh, old designs that had uh, Smiling Howard on it. And now it's really just a plain Jane uh, silver-looking uh, t-shirt with the black cuffs. Um, it looks like a Fallout like Fall 4 relic. Like a shirt that's like half-eaten away and all discarded and shitty yeah. and faded and grungy. It's just not the same without Smiling Howard wearing one of these things, you know? It just feels hollow and, uh, and empty. The worst second prize ever. Second prize, you can get Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure Game Packs. Plus, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Videotapes. Woo! So you get the shitty game and the decent movie on VHS. And then the grand prize, dun dun dun, dun. Bill and Ted's Telephone Booth. One lucky winner will have Bill and Ted's actual <laughs> phone booth with a working telephone installed at home. Okay, oh, so I found the, I found the AMA. Did you? Yes. Okay. And his name's Kenneth Grayson. And this is amazing. <laughs> the top post is, did you ever have sex in the booth? Was it most excellent? <laughs> Jeez, come on. Oh, really? Of course, but only twice. <laughs> One girl was willing to try it for fun. The other was... Well, I'm not sure if he remembers much of that night. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. This is an amazing AMA. Yeah, look it up. Know. It's definitely worth Maybe we, should, we could link it, maybe. I, I, yeah, and he has a picture, right? Didn't he talk about when it was delivered? Uh, yeah, he has a picture how of how it was like, delivered. Um, hey, babe, you want a Star 69? Well, find the person re- where he talks about where he. Uh, I just started reading it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think they had to, like, his dad had to, like, cut open, like, the. He put it in his room. And I think his dad had to take the door off the frames to get it in or something. <laughs> so he had this fo- real phone booth in his uh, room. And apparently they said the, the winner's phone bills will be paid for Nintendo Power for an entire year. Imagine having Bill and Ted's time-traveling telephone booth in your own, very own room and having Nintendo Power foot the bills. It's a most excellent prize, dudes. I have to say this is as far as the yeah it's an amazing prize they, prize they somehow got the phone booth from Bill and Ted's movie right. and are giving it away as the prize like that's oh, amazing I was thinking getting your phone bill paid because now you can finally call those 976 <laughs> just stay on the line with Nintendo Power for the year oh that'd be funny <laughs> oh now you can finally call those sex party line numbers and oh they actually have in the asterisks here it's in the amount of $1,200 for calls billed to that phone. So 100 bucks a month is what you can what you can bill. That probably is enough to... Say on the right here in the pink. Apparently the, kid was in, the guy was interested in selling it. Boo. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people asking him. This is from five years ago, so a lot of people are asking him about like buying it and you, stuff. You, you come in that box, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. In that booth. Uh, booth. You come in that booth, bro? It's just a big box. So anyways, we'll post a link to that, but uh, we definitely have to follow up with that this is a box. This is a box you can clean with Windex. <laughs> um, All right. So now playing. Uh, they talk about what's out there that they're not covering, so you have to know how much these games are good. Uh, how, how good these games are. Super Jeopardy. Triumph. Which I can't tell what the game is. It doesn't star the Insult Comic Dog. I'm out. No, this is pre-Insult uh, Comic Dog. Yeah, I'm looking at Triumph and this. I don't know what the fuck to think about this. The graphics are neat, but 
It's like it's a game that they invented. Dragon Warrior the, was like, Nobunaga's ambition. It's like yeah, but chess. Like, yeah, but yeah, apparently like. So it's like the worst of every RPG mixed into one. Mixed with a board game. <laughs> yes. Making a board mic. And then they have a uh, Captain Planet, the video game. Yeah. Where you get where you get to fly around and turn people into fucking trees. Was it? Uh, who was the voice of the? Gaia the was Whoopi Gaia? Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. One is the Oprah, but I don't know that oh, was wrong. That, that that was the most misleading animation ever because Gaia was fucking hot. You just think, oh, her voice must be amazing, and then you get to see. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that thing, yep. Gaia, Gaia, the first catfish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> the first. <laughs> what? The first catfish? What is that? Like the catfishing, like the dating. Show. Oh, I got you now. I got you. Um, and then they have uh, where's which Waldo? Was the, which was the planeteer that you like felt the I, that South American kid? I mean, he has heart as his power. That's Dude, that's the, that's like the strongest power it is because you got brainwashing. If you can control people's hearts and minds, you congratulations. Well, you can just create your own ty- tyrannical dystopia. And they gave him a monkey too, so he has that going for him. Yeah, that's pretty mm. sweet. <laughs> Kwame right. got the power of Earth, which By the way, look yeah. at the ratings on Wells Where's Waldo. It's probably Earth. the worst. Oh, and they got a one. Congratulations. Yeah, you the made ones. a game that scored two ones. <laughs> I actually uh, played this game with my uh, three-year-old son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, was his first word suck? Uh, we haven't no, played has, it again he has, since. He has a lot of words beyond suck. But he does, yes. Mm. He's three now. He's not a baby. <laughs> um, I've taught well, him many new words. It, did he, thank you for did that. You, did you <laughs> learn the word festering crap heap? <laughs> um... He he just basically said, oh, "I don't like this." Um, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, kids, you, beautiful. You it's basically like would if, you I like a, to... if I had a nickel for every time a kid had told me that. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> so it's sort of like, hey, you like playing uh, Where's Waldo books? Well, guess what? Now you can do it on a video game. It's the same thing, except zoomed up. So there's only like yeah. 10 things on the screen at a time this and looks awful. totally why would, pixelated. Why would anybody play this game? <laughs> it's like, I can find Waldo. He's in the fucking cave. He's the only thing that's not a stalactite. You, got, you guys want to know something cute? Well, that's a mode where you have to, like, you have to find him in the darkness with the flashlight and help him out of the cave. So I have to, I have to interrupt you with something cute. Okay. So uh, I have uh, some books from, from uh, when I lived in England, and they don't call him Waldo over there, they call him Wally. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So, yeah, so I have Where's Wally books, but uh, <laughs> we all know him as Waldo, right? right? So I think I confused my son because I had the books, and now he calls him Waldy instead <laughs> of Wally. Because <laughs> I was using them interchangeably. So yeah, there you go. He'll be all right. Uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot else out that they haven't mentioned already. And then they have an advertisement for themselves from the world of Nintendo. Which is like their boutique at the nearest uh, JCPenney or Sears. Nintendo Adventure Books. So there's a Choose Your Own Adventure series, apparently, and they have a, a Super Mario Brothers one. Yeah, which is uh, kind of neat that they got the same uh, art guy from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show or Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. that Game Sounds thing. That's kind of cool. Like, you can. Yeah, I didn't know this existed. If you yeah. like to crank up the music and sound effects when you're playing games, but you don't want to disturb the rest of the house, Game Sounds from Lightwave Technologies is for you. It's a remote sound system that will allow you to listen to the sounds of the NES over headphones without the cumbersome cords. So it connects to the audio output of the NES and sends out a signal, which we picked up the Game Sounds receiver up to 30 feet away. And you can also, also pick up FM radio stations, so... There you go. If someone is uh, screwing around with their radio, then so you're probably not going to be hearing your game. If you live near the power lines, they'll pro- those stations will probably already be playing through your fillings anyway. So. Is someone clipping their toenails? <laughs> no, what? God damn it. <laughs> I'm looking at this Gross. electronic crayons game, 
And like Mario, he's like like up to the fender of a, a oh, I thought it was a car. It's a fire engine, but he's still pretty damn small. Like Mario is like he's like Danny DeVito sized. And then we have Super Mario Brothers Print World make signs and announcements with the help of the Super Mario Brothers and their Mushroom Kingdom cohorts. That's pretty damn awesome. You get to hand out birthday cards with Mario and Peach printed on it. And you get to make that shit. That's pretty awesome. So it's a PC application you can use to print out uh, various signs and whatnot on a floppy disk, I'm guessing. Okay, next up, top 30. Go through the top five here. Number one, Super Mario Bros. 3. Number two, TMNT 2, the arcade game. Number three, Mega Man 3. Number four, Final Fantasy. And number five, Dragon Warrior 2. So, oh, look, RPGs. Who be, look, look who beat Star Tropics and Dr. Mario. The Simpsons. Bart versus the Space Mutants. So I'm going to bet that's all. 3,811 well, points. No, actually, only 1,300 mm. is from the, from the, from the dealers. So. And the rest of it's from the players, so the pros. Yeah, know the better, pros. Apparently. The pros know better, but yeah, yeah. Look at the de- look at the artwork for. The Actually, dealer. no. The pros gave him a thousand too. So yeah, you look you at the artwork for the dealer and dealer's picks, and the dealer looks more like a user. <laughs> the de- <laughs> dealer always wins. That's All right, fair. so uh, and the new games are Monopoly at twenty two and Dick Tracy at twenty six, never to be heard Ooh. from again. All right. Um... Then we have a celebrity profile for Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Who you may remember from the smash hit Home Alone, <laughs> as well as the nearest street corner buying meth. <laughs> or just simply looking like it for the rest of his adult life. This is, yeah. this is like the healthiest he's ever going to look. Yep. Aww. And even then, it still looks like he still looks like a Make-A-Wish kid. Poor Kevin McAllister. <laughs> what? Way to go, Kevin, you little twerp. Kevin! Didn't uh, Catherine say she had to meet Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, and he was being hounded by people. Like He couldn't even go to the bathroom without people. Which doesn't make sense, because like, they didn't do this profile until after. Maybe they did the profile like right before her dad? No, like, it, no, he may have gone to like one of those gaming uh, competition things just to check it out, and she's just like, she had to be there. Oh, because it was not... saying that he met the champion. Yeah, Scott. yeah he yeah. was at the 1990 World... Uh, Nintendo World Championship. Yeah. So he was oh, there. Oh, that matches what she said, because she said guys, like, kids were following him into the back. Yeah, so she was there for that, because that was the one in California, right? Well, California. Well, California. Uh, you know, all, the, all those kids following him into the bathroom, they uh, they certainly prepared him for his trip to the Neverland Ranch. <laughs> yeah, this I think this must have been pre-Michael Jackson here. Well, I think Michael Jackson's in that Mickey costume. <laughs> You're just, you're just ignorant. Can we talk about the guy behind Macaulay Culkin, by the way? This like humongous dude with like a like a big old camcorder just pointing it straight down the back of Macaulay Culkin, wearing a pink shirt. That's oh cool. yeah, closer. Get up on Mickey. Whoa, what? that went Whoa. dark. Right. Yeah, that went dark. Oh boy, that was some. Dis- <laughs> Even the distortion in your voice just sounded friggin' satanic. <laughs> but uh, what's with all I the metal balloons? What's with all the metal balloons? Uh, they're vinyl? I don't know. <laughs> they're like, well, not vinyl. Oh, what is it? Yeah, it's not vinyl, but yeah. What's that called? It's, uh, mylar. Mylar, there you go. Mylar sires? <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, I'm always disappointed when balloons aren't red and there aren't 99 of them. <laughs> so they don't talk about any uh, um, video games he's really played. Uh, yeah, he kind of just says like to go and practice and get better at video games. Like he, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of It's weird. very nonspecific. Oh, uh, he just talks he's... about how he's working on a film called My Girl. My Girl. Um, but the director what, what? from... His second uh, best, his second best death scene after the uh, the bad uh, the bad seed or whatever that game, whatever that movie was. The bees. Oh, <laughs> um, yep. So what was that movie? The bad seed or uh, the, oh, the good son. Yeah, the bad seed. Yeah, or uh, what? He his went name? over the fucking cliff. That was fantastic. Is that like was Mac that? And, Mac and Me? 
No. No, that came out in 86. Uh, um, I want to say Ed Bundy, but that's not right. Have you, have you seen the comedy? <laughs> the Married with Children guy. What's his name? Oh. Um, Ed O'Neill. Ed yeah. yeah, Ed O'Neill. He was in a, he was in like a father-son sort of drama movie. Oh, no. Was that with Macaulay Culkin or am I thinking of a different one? I don't know. Um, okay. Have you ever seen the compilation videos of Paul Rudd on Conan? Where yes. He's, every time he yes. plays that Maccabee clip, he's like a dozen times. Yeah, uh, he just troll. He's like the he trolls troll Conan, Conan. Every, every time. So, yeah, oh, this, is, like, this is my clip for the new movie, and it cuts <laughs> to the same scene from Mac and Me. Yep. Anyway, okay. All and right. then he's like, "No, no, no, for real. Here's the clip. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same one over again." Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so next we have the Pack Watch. Oh wait, wait, wait! There is a thing in there where oh. uh, Chris Columbus is saying, like, in order to get to like sort of incentivize Macaulay to learn his script. He would like say like, "Hey, if you memorize the lines, we'll let you play Nintendo." Like, and he he memorized the entire script in fifteen minutes to in order to play Nintendo, which I don't believe. Like, there's no way you could have at like age seven or whatever, like the entire script memorized in fifteen no. minutes. Mm. C- Cliff notes and then like just guesstimating the rest. All right, so you anyway. just add lib and they'd be like, "Ah, it's adorable." <laughs> okay, I I just remember. And I'm gonna, I'm going to say Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And then I'm going to throw a paint can at Joe Pesci. <laughs> Apparently, um, Joe Pesci... Ah. Yeah, Joe Pesci was really mean to him on set, like, in order to, like, have him be afraid of him. Like, hmm. I guess they, he, he waited until after rap and, like, kind of, you know, made up for it, obviously, or whatever. But. That's funny. Um, so, pack right. Watch. Yep, Smack Watch. a game called uh, Bioforce Ape. Yeah. Which Mike looks like this. the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Like they call it Bioforce Eight, but he looks like a fucking werewolf lion in that in, in these shots. Slash Ultimate Warrior. Yep. And the worst part is, ho, Snarf. The worst, the worst part, <laughs> Snarf's been working out. <laughs> <laughs> snarf, Snarf. Snarf, Snarf. H D H Snarf. <laughs> snarf, Snarf. P ninety X. So. <laughs> Yeah, so sadly we never got this game. It was unfinished. But damn, it looks fantastic. It looks amazing. If you want to play something even better, <laughs> go out there and search for Cheetah Man 2. And uh, it, us- it utilizes Nintendo's favorite color, orange. Yay. And then we have uh, Nightshade. And I, mean, I can't just, figure out what the hell this no. game is. Like, look at these screenshots. The guy, you, well, instead of fighting a boss by punching him or shooting him, you grab him and you friggin' flip him around with some sweet wrestling moves. I mean, how many of the Nintendo games had that where you just grab a guy, like, twirl him around and launch him? Well, that's my move in the men's room at Manhole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to Nightshade. So, the screenshots looks like this guy is a statue. Yeah, you know a game sucks if it has to tell you its name in the menu that's always on the screen. <laughs> oh, I love how they, they insert a button in the third screenshot, and they just select. Make, it's so fucking put huge. Select is a huge button in there, and they still have the title Nightshade in a different font, squashed in the bottom of the screen. Yeah, one oh. is like one is like gothic. The first two screenshots have like a, a, a gothic style font, and then at the bottom it's all neat and cursive. Yeah, this is it says this is this is not a. Uh, and guess what? Co- and guess what color you are? Brownish orange. Yeah. <laughs> it says instead of free for all fisticuffs, Nightshade will follow the adventures of a thinking man superhero, and the game will almost resemble an RPG. You'll have to use some items to solve problems and overcome obstacles. Over 100 screens worth of puzzles must be solved to finish the game. And instead of points, Nightshade's success will be measured by his popularity level, which will increase for good deeds like rescuing cats from trees, for example. So they have this a morality system? Awful. A um, system so this is by Lucasfilm. You both are talking at the same time. I, don't, I can't focus on... All right, so what were you saying, Mike? A morality system in a Nintendo game that's kind of ambitious. Hmm. Although it looks like you have like a, an Egyptian uh, Anubis that you'll be fighting in the first one. Would you say it was like a Nobunaga's ambition? 
then next up we have a preview for advanced preview for Kickmaster. Which really sounds like a game from community, but, <laughs> but Dude, cool. when they they have a full feature on Yes, they have a full feature on Kickmaster, and I cannot tell you how badly I wanted to play that game growing up. Look at that! You get to you get to kick a fucking kraken. <laughs> kick the shit out of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got like witches and shit. This, this looks this looks amazing. And you're fighting like a reptile with a flamethrower at the bottom, or a sword, or whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what the hell that kraken's throwing at you. If it's just like throwing its own unfertilized children at you, or what, <laughs> whatever it is, like. This game looks like a game to play. Speaking of coming to play, next up we have the Consumer Electronics Show. Speaking of coming on feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it looks like we have some uh, American Gladiators at the oh, show playing the are, NES. These are in Gemini. Uh, yeah. Speaking I totally thought that was a dude on the left for the last minute, but it's not. Hey, either way, John's okay with it. Yeah, she has a big clit. <laughs> All right, Fred Flintstone hopes players have a yeah, a dev a do time playing. Oh, the all John wants is a all John wants is a girl that he can cross swords with. <laughs> Lovely. Do you know? By, by the way, speaking speaking of Fred Flintstone, do you know the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? What? Oh, mm. people in Dubai. They don't watch the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> Terrible. I thought it was going to be some horrible joke about like, oh, how, yeah. how, like, nobody, how nobody ever mails normal to, to the other place. <laughs> normal? God damn it. I haven't thought about normal in years. I thought um, Abu Dhabi was a fake place for years. I did too. All right. So they've got Barbie here, and uh, they finally have a picture of our main man, Howard Phillips, at his new post in the LucasArts booth. Defenders of Dinatron City. Yep, and he has his sans bow tie. He's got, the, he's like got he's, his top like button open. Looks like he's doing all right, though. He looks healthy. Looks he looks happy. so happy. Yeah. He looks well-rested, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Could, yeah, well, he's probably got Barbie's phone number. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he probably came in her box, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes like a little uh, peppermint patty. He's like, there, mint in box. <laughs> All right. Because uh, she's, she's a Barbie doll. Get it? <laughs> so, it's a toy joke. <laughs> so uh, there's a picture of Bill Lambier playing... Uh, Super Nintendo Combat Basketball with the editor-in-chief. That's kind of weird. Where are you looking? Borat in the middle of... Bill oh, oh, yeah. I was, I they was have stuck on uh, the Gail notes. Tilton at the top here, our uh, editor-in-chief that we're... Elusive editor-in-chief that we're trying to reach. Is Hanging up there. Hanging out with Borat. Yeah. Hanging out with him. Telling him, him the game looks very... Telling him the game looks very nice. How much? Yeah. Borat and Bill Lambier. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then they have, for the Game Boy, they have the uh, Tim Stamper of Rare and editor Dan Osen join Rash in getting pumped up about Battletoads for Game Boy. I think Tim Stamper's oh, one of the two founders. Yeah, he is, for yeah. sure. Okay. What a terrifying looking mascot. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Better than a McDonald's mascot nowadays. Oh, that creepy. That, talk, about a, talk about a box I want to come in. The new one? It's like the face on the Happy Meal box. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Yeah, I want to come all over it. <laughs> no, you don't. It will eat, it will eat you <laughs> and your soul. <laughs> and my penis. Yes, all right, we'll all right. There. And then we have a, like kind of a preview, I guess, for Super Nintendo. Development Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Be the first screenshots, the first taste of what they're calling Zelda 3. Oh. Which is, uh, hand, hands down, one of the, to me, the best Zelda because... Instead of that confusing 3D uh, uh, shit, uh, uh, this is just good, uh, delicious, all uh, beauty. Uh, 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 uh. Then I got Castlevania 4 listed and Super Ghouls and Ghosts. 
Again, and they also ways. mentioned The Empire Strikes Back for the <laughs> NES, Overlord for the NES, Die Hard for the NES, from Activision, a.k.a. the new LJN. Or is that... No, that's a claim. My bad. So it could be good. Mm. Although I played it and it's shit. Uh, and they Speaking have of shit. Yeah. Barbie. Look how they spelled it on that menu, though. Like, B-A-R-B-I... Like, I mean, it's spelled right, but it's seeing it laid out like that is weird. Uh, it looks like a fashion magazine. That's what right? it, looks like. it looks like Vogue, yeah, or something. Yeah. And she's her own. Oh, right. oh, look at her. She's got, she, look, at the, look at her. She's got a poster of Ron Burgundy in her room. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be Ken, but yeah. And then I'm where, 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 where are you on? By the well, obviously, we'll get into Die Hard later, but like on the pantheon of like action movies. I mean, one. Amazing. I, I think Amazing. It, yeah, it, it, it's. What, it might be the best Christmas movie and action movie as yeah. you know, rolled into one. Yeah, it's amazing. What, what, what other Christmas movie has a line that isn't isn't even spoken, but just says so much as "Now I have a machine gun." <laughs> All right. Also, just so you know, a little trivia: I have shook hands with the uh, with the screenplay writer of Die Hard. Mm. That means he uh, practically wrote it. You touched the hands that wrote it. Yeah. I did. I touched the hands of the guy that wrote down the words, UPKA <laughs> motherfucker. Just like I met the guy who was on Game of Thrones that got decapitated by the Hound a year before that was filmed. Whoa. So it was the like memory, in the, in the yeah. TV series. Yeah, yeah like the memory guy. of me was in that guy's head <laughs> as, it, as it was removed from his shoulders. So I, my, my memory was on Game of Thrones. Alright, uh, bulletin board, nothing new there. Just back Do you, I don't know if you guys have this insert or not, but I have an insert here about the product maintenance troubleshooting and service guide. Nope. It's got a picture of uh, Mario holding a uh, screwdriver and a lunchbox which says world-class service kit on it. Huh. And it basically has all these kind of troubleshooting tips for your NES and Game Boy. You know, down to things like battery leakage in battery compartment hmm. on the Game Boy or blinking power light on the NES, and then how to fix it. And then they also have a full list of all the service centers. So, something actually kind of helpful uh, in here. What does it say if your battery's leaking? Like, what is or what battery stuff? It says stop, stop coming on it. Visit your nearest authorized service well, we know center. that's not going to happen, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we get like an ad, like the back cover has like that information, has that picture that you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. It has, except it's in a creepy van. Yeah, yeah with with a license with plate the... that says Mario XXX on it for some reason. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> and if they sent Mario... It's me! <laughs> Triple X Mario! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Let me service you. <laughs> was there anything... Oh, so there's a Dear Readers letter. He's from one of the agents. From Dan Osen, Agent 710. Yeah, by the way, so if you look, I was actually kind of confused by that. If you look at, like, the counselor's corner and stuff, it actually says, or not counselor's corner. At some point it says, like, which agent is submitting these. Oh, it's the classified information. Mm-hmm. So he's, 710's the one that is, like, put the Battletoads codes in this issue. Ah. Unless he's got a bunch of Japanese magazines in front of him. And none of them have a fourteen-year-old uh, girl in panties. So, so are they really Japanese then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look- so he, I was bit, he at, apparently. Yeah. I was looking at Japanese panty magazines. <laughs> I, I was just looking at Star Wars and Smash TV, and it shows like C-3PO as well as the two guys from Smash TV, and they all three look the same. <laughs> And again, yes. and again, what color are they? <laughs> Slightly brown, yellow. Yeah, it's called orange. <laughs> eh. uh, so they had next next month. They have a whole bunch of super NES game features, and then uh, Dan Osen talks about how he visited Nintendo Company headquarters in Kyoto, and uh, he's so he's been playing some of the uh, super NES games before they come out in the states. Ah. Uh. And he's got the Super Famicom on his desk at work, and he's playing some games, obviously. Yep. And that kind of wraps up 
issue 27, August of 91. All right. We're moving to the future, and we're getting out of the brutal summer months. Yay! Too bad it's not happening in real life. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's hot as fuck. It was 110 (laughs) degrees today. Which is like... 12 on Saturday. uh, Which is... It's like 500 Celsius. (laughs) I don't think it works that way. Oh, okay. It's the other way. Oh, okay. Divided by 1.8. I know. There you go. All right. Uh, without further ado, um, if he you guys out there would like to find us in between we really in between episodes uh, or during the episodes, reach us reach out to us on Facebook. Find us for the Playing with Power podcast, or reach out to us on Twitter at Get the Power eighty eight. And please go on iTunes, give us a rating and review. Uh, it would really help us out. And I am your host, Ben. Uh, don't forget the Patreon, patreon.com slash power. If you want to throw a dollar or two a month towards the show, that would really help with uh, covering the costs and helping us to bring new shows to you. And I'm your host, Ben. Hi. I'm, be- I'm being ignored. What are you- What's your name? <laughs> Mike. And I'm John. <laughs> and now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with 